everybody. This is John Forrester with Out of Character. I come back to you now at the turn of the tide. It's been a while since we did a podcast. I uh, just had stuff going on and haven't really had time. So I wanted to get back into it with a couple of things I've been doing behind the scenes while I haven't been podcasting. One thing that's just kind of hot off the presses here is the Adventures in Middle-Earth open gaming license that is coming out of Cubicle 7. It was announced a while ago that they were doing this. And now, just in time for Gen Con, uh, where it's reputed that they are actually going to have hard copies of the game, they are doing the PDF pre-order. So what this basically means is that right now you can pre-order the PDF for the player's guide that they're coming out with, and uh, you can order the Lore Master Guide. Very few details about what's actually going to be in the Lore Master's Guide. We have some details about what's going to be in the player's guide. For those of you who are wondering, what am I basically talking about? Basically, Cubicle 7 made the the One Ring game, which was a fantasy setting game set in Middle Earth where you could play through like Lord of the Rings style campaigns. For people who've been playing Dungeons and Dragons a long time, you'll know there's a lot of interconnectivity between the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit and the works of J.R.R. Tolkien and the old Dungeons and Dragons. In fact, a lot of things that we have in Dungeons and Dragons we only have because they were in like the Lord of the Rings books or the Hobbit. Like originally halflings were hobbits, which was changed because of legal reasons later in the fact. Anyway, so it's really cool to actually see with open gaming license for fifth edition and everything else that we're finally going to see you you have a source book that is everything is in fifth edition. You don't have to go in and convert things or play some other system or, you know, kind of push things around a little bit. And there's a lot of cool stuff that's going to be coming out as part of this. Now, obviously, I don't have a copy of the PDF or the book. I'm not going to be at Gen Con this year, so I won't have a chance to get one. I have to wait until the PDF comes out. Uh, Right now, there's no actual release date for the PDF. It's, you know, supposed to be released soon, and the book will be uh, coming out in autumn. No idea when the Lore Master book is going to come out. But I I wanted to kind of talk about it at least a little bit. Just because it is kind of the, the hot ticket item of the moment. So what the heck is this thing? I mean, what, what's going to be in it? Um, again, without having the actual book, this is going off of what they've said is going to be in it. There's going to be some unique classes. So it's not just like fighters and wizards and uh, sorcerers. Uh, we're supposed to be getting six new unique classes for it. Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition, which is interesting. What will they be? No idea. Going off of what's been done in the past, could be almost anything. Uh, I mean, it, it really, it does, it's so adaptable, it could be almost anything we can think of, so I, I hate to speculate too much. There are going to be 13 new backgrounds, which is great. I'm sure we'll see probably like a, a like a ranger background, uh, probably see a couple, well, at least one for hobbits, and I'd like to see some cool ones for dwarves like uh you know dwarves from the iron from the iron mountains and dwarves from uh misty mountain and get into dwarven culture so there will be a wealth of new backgrounds to make this feel more like a lord of the rings or a hobbit or a tolkien game rather than just using the backgrounds that are included in like the player's handbook which are kind of like they're fine there's nothing wrong with them but they are very static they're like you know you're a criminal well, a criminal in a Forgotten Realms game will probably feel different than a criminal in this game, for example. Uh, we don't know what the backgrounds will be. They're being very secretive about this for obvious reasons. There's going to be a whole new list of weaponry and armor. There's going to be 11 Middle-Earth-specific playable cultures. As far as what the cultures actually are, I mean, th- th- one of the things is 
the people that make up Middle Earth are very distinct. You have, you know, you have the, the men of Gondor. You have the riders of Rohan. You have, you know, the uh, the various dwarven factions. You have the hobbits from the Shire. You have the elves of Rivendell. There's a lot of interesting interplay between those cultures. So I, I am glad to see that you're going to have a lot of options on how to play that. I'd imagine it's basically going to be if you pick an elf, you can be an elf from like Rivendell, or you can be, uh, you know. Maybe they'll have a different culture for the elves. I'm not sure. Um, there are going to be unique rule journey rules. Um, my understanding of this is, again, it's limited, but it's basically... I, I would imagine it's going to kind of be like a rule for those long treks where you have guys, you know, a group of characters who are traveling for years at a time. Maybe it'll fall into kind of like what they do with like Fantasy Age and the, and the, the Dragon Age role-playing game where there are rules for like heavy role-playing and uh for you know a lot is going on but it's not necessarily interesting to play out a seven-year trek through the mountains so much as it is to role-play a few of those instances i I don't know exactly what they're going to do with it but it's an interesting idea and it's one of the things i'm really wanting to, to to look closer at when this comes out there are rules for corruption which and there's a system for tracking it so best best guess is things like uh you know you're you're coming face to face with people and things that are going to be twisting their minds uh it's almost it almost feels like a very uh call of cthulhu kind of thing where potentially characters can either go crazy or turn evil or be corrupted by powerful you know influences not sure what to do with it yet because obviously it hasn't come around so we'll see what that actually is uh the fellowship play the fellowship phase which that gives players a chance to actually describe what their characters are doing between adventures and build their story so i mean best guess that would be like well we played a game last month and that adventure wrapped up what was your character doing well my character was uh you know visiting family or my character went off to visit the to visit rivendale and you know things like that I, I like the idea of being able to proactively say what your character is doing between adventures. It seems like a, a natural thing to do because the world's so big and there's so so much time between some of these adventures. There's definitely time for your characters to be doing something besides you know putting their feet up and just waiting for the next adventure to come rolling in. They can be proactive. There's going to be some. There, there will be maps for Middle Earth. So of course Middle Earth is a big place. There will be some cool maps in there, which that's going to be in the player's guide and in the lore masters. And apparently that's going to be like the end. The ending of the book uh, will be the the, the map. So it's, I'd imagine it's going to be something really big and impressive. Uh, Cubicle Seven makes really really nice products. I, I'm kind of I'm actually pretty pleased with the way they're handling this release. Basically, what they're doing is they're doing a pre order for the PDF and the books. That way they can gauge what the demand is going to be for this product. Because as, as they've said themselves, they are a relatively small company. And this is a big product that a lot of people are going to want to get their hands on. So I think if they tried to do pre-orders for everything all at once and have the book out at the same time, it would just overwhelm their printer and they would end up, you know, falling behind and, you know, it would be like impossible to keep the product in stock. And you don't want that. You don't want something that everybody wants that's impossible to keep in stock because it's just going to drive down interest. So I'm excited about that. Uh, the cover art's pretty cool. For anyone who hasn't seen it, I'll, I'll post a picture of it on the uh, the podcast. But it's Adventures in Middle-Earth. Uh, you have a picture of Gandalf, and uh, Smog is falling... Spoiler alerts, Smog dies. Uh, Smog falling on Lake Town, and it's on fire, and it's very, very iconic. You know, two of the most iconic characters from The Hobbit, Smog and Gandalf. 
Uh, although Gandalf's barely in it. I mean, if you really think about it, he's he's there for the big moments, and then he fades out and goes off and does other things. Which, depending on which interpretation of those books, maybe he was off, you know, in secret council meetings, or maybe he just wandered off to do whatever he wanted to do. I'll be honest with you. I have never played the One Ring, mostly because I don't want to learn another system for a fantasy game. There's so many fantasy games for role-playing. If... if, Unless there's something that really makes me want to pick it up, I'm just not gonna. And uh, having something that's like, this is a Dungeons & Dragons game that is Lord of the Rings, it is Middle-Earth, it is The Hobbit, it's all those things, is very cool. Uh, My understanding of, for the purposes of setting is it is set five years after the after Smog's death and after the destruction of Lake Town. I may be wrong on that. I may have misinterpreted that. But that's that's my understanding as far as where where this is going to be. So, you know, you have a... So it's like... It's before, you know, Sauron and the One Ring and all that stuff went down. And at the same time, it's not so far that, like... I guess in theory, you know, you could probably do a game set anywhere, depending on how much research you want to do. But it, I'd imagine that they're going to be like, here's what's going on in Middle Earth right now. Um, here's kind of where the various cultures are. Here's how they've changed since you know Smog. Um, it's it's a really it, it's a bold undertaking. It's I mean, when you do something like this, you you have to know. And these these are the well, I think they're they're so unique because I think these are probably one of the few groups that could do this because they've done the One Ring so well for so long by all accounts the One Ring is a great game Um, and I think bringing Middle Earth to a bigger audience is only going to enhance the interest in that game so if you like 5th edition Adventures in Middle Earth then maybe check out the One Ring Um, they are still going to support that for people who are fans of the One Ring Uh, don't worry they're not just going to like cast that by the wayside they they have very adamantly stated that one is not going to you know exclude the other they're not going to push out the one ring games because they're doing you know the adventures in middle earth what other books will come out for it i i don't know i i mean it it's interesting because they have the player's guide and they have the lore master guide so that we have two books that they've firmly said are going to be coming out do i think we'll get source books for a few other things probably I, i'd be surprised if we didn't get one for at least a couple of the races like uh they've done source books for various things but it'd be interesting to see like will we get like a, a, a rohan book or a gondor book or i mean any of these locations you could do there, there's so much lore to translate into the game um will we get a, a bestiary of some kind or a monster manual of some sort uh maybe i i think that information will probably end up being folded into the lore master uh, but it's possible that somewhere down the line we might get a, a monster manual just to you know get some stats for Smog because you know we don't have like 50 million people who are already making stats for that guy. Very excited about it. If you are at Gen Con, what I am hearing is they will have actual copies of the book at Gen Con this year. I don't know that. It's not something I'm confirming for sure. It's a rumor that I heard. So you know, cool if you can get one get one get one and you know take a look at it you know get your pre-order in and when it comes out pre-ordering it now you know you're going to be playing with a pdf so be prepared to either print or you know if you're one of the tech savvy folks who have like an ipad or something definitely this is a good time to break that out and download a new game so that's event that's a a, a very quick preview of adventures in middle earth the player's guide and uh 
this information is of course available online the pre-order is online so if you're interested again check out cubicle 7's website they said i believe they said they're going to be doing the pre-orders for a month before they're actually going to release anything yeah they're going to re- they're going to do the pre-orders for about a month so about till the end of august and then they'll release the pdf to everyone and the print version will follow apparently in autumn. So autumn is like I would guess they're, they're, it'll probably be coming out in September, um, maybe maybe October. Don't have a confirmed date on that at this time. But so we are going to be returning to the podcast. Uh, this was just kind of my little way of jumping back into things, and I'll have some more stuff for you all soon. Until next time, everybody. This is John without a character, and you all have a great day. Bye.